So if you watched our first episode of season two, I talked a little bit about where we have been and that we just recently acquired two new branches, um, one in New Holland, Ohio, and one in Mount Sterling, Ohio. Um, so one of the topics we wanted to talk to you guys about was mergers and acquisitions. Um, so we want to give you several takes on what this is like um, and what you can expect because um, you know every, every one is going to be different. Um, but we happen to have someone on staff now that went through it. Um, so I am here with Lonnie Hunt. How are you, Lonnie? I'm great. I'm doing well. Um, So when you heard me talk about those awesome employees that we took on, Lonnie happens to be one of them. So so obviously, you know, we're here to talk about mergers and acquisitions. And the reason we asked you to do this is because you've been through a couple, right? Yes, I have. Yes. (laughs) So other than the one that you obviously just went through to be a part of our team, um, so let's just start at the beginning. What is that initial emotion like when you find out that your company is going to be changing? Well, first of all, I, this goes way back uh, early years of my banking, late 70s, 80s. It was my first experience. It was much different back then than what it is now. Um, back then, it wasn't electronic, no debits, no card, you know, all that. So the transition was pretty easy. Basically, it's a name change, but with the new way, you've got ABA routing numbers affects everybody's direct deposits, um, debits on insurance companies, and if they fail to change those, that's where the problems come in on a lot of the, the transitions. But back in the 80s, I mean, it, it was very easy. Uh, there was really not a whole lot of issues when, when you had to transfer that way from one bank to the other. Um, but this one here, just like any other bank, there's always some downfalls to it, but within a week or two after it takes place, it starts smoothing out. Right. Mm-hmm. So how in your career, which you've been in banking for how many years? 40? July, it'd be 44. 44 yeah. years. That's a long time. Yes, it is. Yes. That's, you're doing something right if you've been in the same business for 44 years. Long time. Uh, props there. Um, so I guess just what, how, how, first off, how many have you actually been through in your career? Five. Five. Right. So we talked a little before this, mm-hmm. and one of them were three in one year. Is that what yes, you said? Yes, that's correct. So yeah. take me through that. Okay. Because that <clears throat> is... 1985 is the year that I worked for a company that um, the home state savings crisis took place, and it was a finance company, and during that time, everybody had to downsize, and you had to be at a certain number to be able to continue business. So they downsized, closed an office that I was in, um, I had an opportunity to go with another company, and that was in 1985. And why I was in Florence, Kentucky training, I got a phone call stating that they had acquired another company also that's going to be housed out of my office. So before I even hit my office, I had two companies I was responsible for. So I had payroll for one, payroll for the other company, phone call, you answer one way, the other way. <clears throat> then probably within six months, we combined those two together and became one company. Um, as things started smoothing out, I got to notice that that company sold to another one. So within three changes in one year, that you know it was just a nightmare. But the thing again, there was no debit cards, there was no electronic web banking, so the transition was pretty easy. People just had to change the name on the checks when they made a payment. So it wasn't that bad then. But 
this time it, it'd be really troublesome for the customers because of the, all the technology we have to go through. Right. And I think we should note that you did, you guys and in Mount Sterling, New Holland, didn't just go through the acquisition with us. It was, what, two years ago? You went through an right. additional, right. and then you went with North Valley. Yep. So what is that like for a staff? Because you had, I mean, your role, obviously, you've been promoted and it's changed since you've been mm-hmm. in North Valley, but you had a staff at that time when we actually acquired that office. Right. What What are the emotions like in the office when you find out about that? The day that we heard about this, we got a message said it was we had a mandatory meeting. <clears throat> it was on a Wednesday. I kind of thought something that, that was going to be happening. And when I seen everybody coming in that Wednesday evening, I knew what was taking place. But the uncertainty of a merger, you don't know what's going to happen. If you're going to have your job, you don't know you know, if your job's going to change, your payroll's going to change, there's a lot of uncertainty. But with um, North Valley Bank coming in, talking to them, you know, I had told the ladies at the office, I said, it's going to be good because it felt like this bank kind of has the old ways of banking, which I they do. Um, they look at things totally different than the big banks do. So, and overall, that part of the merger wasn't bad at all. I mean, everybody felt at ease. And, you know, the day of... December 9th, we walk in and that's like, okay, new computers, new phones. But once you learn that within, again, a couple of weeks, you know, we started fitting right in. So it wasn't, wasn't that bad. Right. So I've only been through this one time in my career mm-hmm. and it was when I was with Unison, which was purchased by Huntington. So we went from being a local bank to a giant bank. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember the training and how difficult that was. And my situation there was a little bit different because we went through training and then we didn't actually start utilizing the systems for, I mean, maybe a month later. Mm-hmm. So by the time we actually started using them, everyone had forgotten what right, the training right. was. Um, but I feel like training would probably be one of the hardest parts of that. Right. So how, as a leader of that team, do you deal with you know keeping tensions down and trying to keep everybody grounded? Because, I mean, I would think going through what some of your staff at the time went through, it would be pretty easy to think, I'm finding a new job because right. I'm not going to deal with this again. Right. So how do you deal with that as a leader? Well, I guess North Valley, but them being on site, and then our company that does the programming on site, they were there to answer a lot of questions. So if we had a stumble, they were there. And I think there's ongoing after they leave the office, you know, you still have a problem with their phone call away. So the, the tension and frustration of the customers, not the customers, back up, the employees, there's, it's going to happen. But once they get the answer of what they're having a problem with, it calms down. Right. So if there is somebody that's going to be going through an acquisition or a merger soon, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not in banking, what would your advice be to them as a person in management? I guess the thing is, it's all about training. Take notes, you know, what you can. My side, I didn't take a lot of notes because mine was pretty much in the loans, the commercials, and, you know, I understand those. I just, I just got to read the policy to, to sort mine out. On the deposit side, there's a lot to learn there. And I think if you just take notes, do the webinars if they're available, um, just basically pay attention. And- right. And I know one thing that I wish I would have done the many, many years ago that I went through my <laughs> acquisition was ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wish I would have done that back then because I think it would have made things a little bit easier. So if somebody's going through a merger or acquisition, my biggest advice would be don't be afraid to ask questions. Oh, most definitely. Because things are going to be so different. I mean, even in banking, when you go from one bank to another, you would think generally things would be similar. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Things are so different. So... And I am sure I've I've gotten to visit the new offices a few times since the acquisition happened. And I know tensions were high for a while, but I mean, I hope things are getting better. They are. I hope well, so. Well, <clears throat> I guess one thing that helped us too when we had the, the meeting up front, all staff, Jim Nicholson was there basically assuring everybody that the jobs was good, you know, their positions. The comfort level at that point in time, it, it was it was easy because I mean, nobody was going to lose their jobs and the salary stayed the same, same benefits. So if you have any company that's going to go through a merger, that'd be the thing you really got to calm down is the uncertainty. Yeah. And, you know, every time there's something like that coming down that a lot of these big banks, they buy the portfolio, the, the assets of the bank, but they don't really need the employees because they got to branch someplace else if they can, and they cut, yeah, cut employees. So you know, I think in the upper management that's buying a company, needs to reassure the employees that they're safe and nothing's going to change. And that's that's what helped us. Right. Have you ever been through one of the acquisitions where you were unsure if you were going to have <clears> your position? No, I've been been pretty lucky there. That's good. Yep. That would be so yep. scary to not know if you're going to have your income. Yep. My wife went through one and, and she did lose her job. 32 years in the office. and yeah. 32 and that was years? Bank, another bank, yes. Oh, that's horrible. Yep. So it does happen, but just, you know, it, 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 I it's what they are intending to do with that office. You know, if they want to keep it open or if they want to combine the portfolio to another branch, then they they buy it just basically for the numbers, not the employees. Right. And that's what happened with her case. That's disappointing. It Especially is. after yeah. being with the company for that right. long. That's mm-hmm. that's not something you want to hear about. No, nope. not at all. Ugh, that would be rough. Yep. So I guess my next question will be, um, I'm guessing you've seen some different outcomes in the mergers and acquisitions that you've been through, what would be a best case scenario for someone who's going through this, maybe not even in banking, what would you say the best case scenario could be for them? As an employee? Mm-hmm. That's a tough question, but I would say if, if they're wanting to stay on and, and grow, they need to learn and prove themselves that they're they're grasping it and, and take that leadership role and, and try to help others, and maybe that will help them in advancement, but... Other than that, I'm not sure how to answer that. It would be difficult. It Especially, is, yeah. I guess, every circumstance would be a little bit different. Right. But I think merger, mergers and acquisitions are difficult. I think they're difficult. They are. And even, I mean, for North Valley, behind the scenes, the work that we had to do leading up to it was a lot, especially for our deposit operations team. I mean, right. they were here all well, what, the I think time. What really kind of compounded our, our problem in this merger, we... The previous bank acquired another bank, which the name went away. So we was able to use their ABA routing number, and we didn't have to change that. And then when the previous bank bought them, that name also went away. So when when North Valley took over, there was three ABA routing numbers out there, the new one and the other two. So when the customer called Social Security to change their direct deposit, they would ask, what's your routing number? And they thought they had the previous bank, but it was actually the first bank. So some of the some of the transfers was difficult, and that's kind of rare. I don't usually happen that way. Mm-hmm. So we had some difficulty with that. And just it's all just a bookkeeping of which routing number they were using. And so by them, by the bank going away, we were able to use that number and not have to change a lot of on the paperwork. So 
yeah, so that 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 that's rare that would happen that way. Right. Yep. And then North Valley came along and yes. that changed. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Right, right. <laughs> um, one thing I know I would always say that I mean, one thing that I definitely learned through this acquisition was um, you can plan as much as you want, but when you have to rely on third party companies mm-hmm. to do their part and do their part correctly and and in a timely manner. Um, that can throw a wrench in things. Oh, yeah. Because there were, I mean, we had, I would say myself and Amy Froelich, the head of our deposit operations department, had things planned out to a T. I mm-hmm. mean, perfection. Um, but then when you rely on a third-party company to help you with mailing lists or printing or right. things like that, things don't go the way you plan. No. <laughs> and if you're someone like me, you don't like when things don't go according That's to correct. plan. Yeah. So I guess that would be some advice I would give anyone going through a merger or acquisition. And, and if even if it's not banking, um, you really got to stay on your third party companies to make sure they're doing their part. Because I mean, we had to rely on them right. for a lot of things for this. And so, I mean, sometimes it was fantastic and sometimes it just was disappointing. I th- I'm just trying to ex- sort of extract for people who are watching that aren't necessarily in banking, like what are the sort of the key takeaways from your experience merging a, a number of times? And I think you've talked about it, but I guess, can you really pinpoint, is there a, a mindset? And, and one of the reasons I ask is you seem to have been successful in all of them. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you've, you've kept the, your job, which sure. attests to the fact that you sort of seamlessly fit in and, and did that mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know just from talking to people around, around the bank here that they're really pleased with the way you've really hit the ground running. And, and so there's definitely sort of a mindset and an right. attitude that, right. that you have that has been very helpful for you. And, and maybe you can talk just a little bit about that. You, you hinted at it a little bit, but maybe a little more specific about how, how you've sort of, from your perspective, approached either emerging, taking over or being taken over and and obviously North Valley stepping in and saying, hey, you, your job's safe helps a lot. But how, how you just sort of approach that with a, a, a particular mindset, whether it's open mind or, or however you want to describe right. that, if you just talk about that. Well, I think with North Valley, I was keyed up going in because I don't think I could be working with a better person, Jim Bamel. Yeah, you got Jim is on top. He just, he's, he's, He's got the personality. He's a, he's lively. He's I mean he's he's positive. So that got me up and running because I know we work together good. And I took him out on calls with me. But I think if you go in with the wrong attitude that I can't do it, I'm scared of my job. You know you're you're going to fail. So this case, I knew I th- I was lining up things and told Jim when this day comes, we're going to be busy. And I you know I started working it real heavy and still am, but. I think that's the whole key. It just it's a mind focus. Be positive. Don't let the, the negative get down. You got customers coming in. They're going to close. They're upset because they can't you know seem to get things correctly. You've got to stay on top of it and be positive. I mean that's the whole thing. And like I tell the girls in the office, you know you've got to greet those customers, get them feeling comfortable about the bank again. And because they get down, you get down, it's going to fail. And I think that's just, it's again it's all the mindset. And I knew what I need to do and to make this thing go. Because my job now is growing the bank on the loan side, and that's that's my goal, and that's what I'm doing. So that's a great mindset to have, and that's really good advice for anybody who's listening or watching, is to keep that positive mindset. I think the best advice that you gave during this, that I hope people take away from it, is 
to try to stay positive and to have a plan. So once your acquisition is complete, have a plan of how you're gonna, you know, move forward. Absolutely. I think that's that is that's a really fantastic piece of advice. And to have patience. Well, Lonnie, thank you for sitting down with us today. Um, I know this is a little bit of a touchy subject for you since you just went through it again yeah. with us. Um, but we appreciate you giving some insight as an expert and someone who's been through it five times. So hopefully you're done. I hope so. I, think, I um, hope so. If you if we have it our way, you're done. Okay. So, good, good. <laughs> so I appreciate you sitting down with us. Um, for those of you listening or watching, um, we're going to be talking about a lot of different aspects about mergers and acquisitions because um, it's something important to companies. So um, we're definitely going to be you know, checking out different angles of mergers and acquisitions. So stay tuned. Um, and we'll just see you next week. Mm-hmm.